the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Labor costs are skyrocketing, and if you have a liquor store, grocery store, or just a small market, then you need to do what Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco did for a lot less money. You need to go um, point of sale with no people. Self-checkout, that's right. Give them a call, 800-540-2149. Jeff and Mark will come out, take a look at your system. Cheaper than a cash register. Get yourself taken care of, and you'll get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour service. That's Southwest Point of Sale. Go to southwestpos.com. Black Forest Motorsports. If you have a BMW Mini or a Porsche, and you want to you know, maybe move away from the dealer, or maybe you want to go racing, forty over 40-plus years' experience, Black Forest Motorsport can take care of you. Go to blackforestautomotive.com. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Well, how are we doing, Sunshine? Fantastic. I'm so glad you're so positive. Well, I'm surrounded by good people. We're going to talk about racing. So. And you're there. Yeah, I'm right in the middle of it. Yeah, so who have you got for guests today? <laughs> well, today's guests, uh, they're both returning. Um, this year, the gentleman sitting to the left of me didn't race one division. Not even two, no. but three different divisions. And I would imagine enjoyed all of it. Mr. Happy here, David Hunt and Angela Hansen joined us. All right, and I did you see his little red differential, little red third member? Yeah, that was fun putting it by my. Hold side. on a second, hey, Brandon. The sound man has walked away. I know the sound man has what walked is? away. Uh, Brandon. Oh, he's continuing to walk away. Brandon. <laughs> we need some microphones. We need yes. some microphones turned he, on. While Visa we're waiting on. for that, he posts way too much on Facebook. I think and the differential one? was there. And the thumb. Or no, the finger. Or lack of nail. All right. Okay. Now, David, let's hear you talk. Oh. Well, I put in my okay. third member yesterday for my hobby stock. Finally got it back from the shop. And uh, looking forward to getting down to Cocoa Pond doing some hobby stock racing on a bigger track. When's that? Probably going down at the end of the month. Okay. All right. Angela, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Just fine. Got anything exciting to tell us? I'm just waiting for the two-day race at Cocoa Pod at the end of the month. So you're ready to. You going to drive? No. You're just going <laughs> to keep I'm actually going to be able to go and enjoy it. So for I'm once? excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just a reminder to the listeners and Dave. Angela is the one who saw, was watching the races from the stands and said, I want to do that 
found a car and then said, David, I need you to go pick up my race car. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I've referred to that story several times. Yes. I got a kick out of that. That's Angela who came back. Yeah. But we have not had a chance to race it yet, but Dave has. I have, and it's, I still haven't fixed it after I rolled it last whoa, season. Whoa, whoa, what? Last season, and you haven't gotten back to fix Angela? She still has a broken foot. To Who has her. a broken foot? <laughs> At the car. The car. The car. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, because yeah. he looks just fine. Yeah, no, it's it's sitting there broken. Uh, she's quite I, sad. I oh. built a hobby stock instead. <laughs> oh, wait would... a sec. You're supposed to return things that you borrow in better condition. Condition than you left them. Well, it, it will be. Whisk. Oh, the will be. telling him that we can sell it, and he's like, no, 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 that, that one's fun to drive. So she's going to sit there broken till he decides till to fix he it. Well, I'd say it. that's what off-season's for, but Coco Paw's just getting back and running. So is there going to well, be an off-season for you? Maybe we should put you in the hobby stock. One day I will. Well, I just bought a pier stock. So, you know what? <laughs> How many race cars that, do you have? That Yours is never going to Do we want to talk maybe about that? I'll, I'll send you pictures. I'll send you pictures. So we don't want to talk about it. Wait, how many? Well, we okay. Can you tell the listeners your three divisions? We got hobby stock out. Okay, I picked up racing IMCA hobby stocks this year and had an absolute blast. Of course, you did. That's had why to I learn all about and you know setting up a car with no weight and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, I raced pure stocks. I started this season running my my buddy Jason Aldridge's car, mm-hmm. and uh, I also raced uh, sport compact. A so. different, isn't that what you bought, Angela? I did buy a sport compact. So now you have two of those at the house? Yes. Um, can I go back? I'm sorry, I'm ignorant of this. You said I had to learn to set up a hobby stock without weight. What do you mean? Well, they have no weight in them. So you can scale a pier stock and put the weight in. Like right. literally, to, to like the, to get the car anchoring balance. down weights. Okay. Chunks, chunks yes. of weight. So that's how you scale the stock car, moving uh-huh. the weights around. Right. On oh. a hobby stock, it's. There's a learning curve to it. What, you're not allowed to have weights? No. Okay, thank you. We scale differently with the dwarf car, dwarf cars. That's no added weight in the hobby to. stock, so... Hobby sp- stock weights not allowed. Spring shocks and... Yeah, that's how we do it with the dwarf get, cars. Get creative. Do you yeah. want to elaborate? Probably not. No, I, I want you to. So. I want you to. The listeners want you to. Give us one thing that some your friend would do. The weight of the driver. Yeah, yeah. There hey, you go. You the change? weight of the driver. That's, is that that's that about does, one sh- thing you can manipulate. Well, that's why you scale with the driver in it. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm saying you can manipulate it. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. It's probably the hardest thing to manipulate on the car. Well, going up was easy. I you know, I had to drop some pounds, so you know <laughs> that dropping's a son of a gun. It is. Isn't yeah. it? Especially the holidays are coming oh. and you're gonna be racing the hobby stocks. I am. Oh, you know, your competitors should start sending pizzas to your uh, pits and oh. hamburg I sorry, that I stole that from uh, the motorcycle world. Yes indeed. Guess yes. what? I went to Antonelli's the other day. Mm. For the first time. Ever? Ever. What? what the lines are longer than your arm. <laughs> Phone I your got order yeah. In. I huh? Phone your order in. I know, I know. What'd you I, get? I got a turkey with avocado. Oh, you got that. Uh, bread, please. Uh, Cheese. sourdough. Yum. Cheese, please. Uh, I had uh, Swiss. Okay. It was to die. It was for. good, huh? Yeah. yeah. It was to die for. <laughs> I'm surprised it's the first time. Is that the well, because race I'm and- serious? It's just like me and Chick Fil A. 
How? The only time I want to go to Chick-fil-A is on Sunday. Oh, I say, oh when they're not open? <laughs> Don't ask me why. And I only think about Antonelli's when on Fridays when I'm running around oh, collecting right. checks. And everyone's there for lunch. And I happen to be late one Friday, and I said, doggone it, I am going in here. Yeah. And, and I actually... Where did I, oh no, I ate it. I uh, where did I, I ate it? I was going someplace. I don't know where I was going, but yeah, it was re- yeah, really good. good. The bread was fresh. Everything was fresh. Yeah, I'm starving. Cheers is another good one, and I know they sponsor um, Deegan Irie. Cheers. I Cheers. It's up in San Carlos. Oh, that's where I should be asking for a sponsor. Do you have a food sponsor? I no, you don't want one. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, have a food sponsor. Uh, and I, you I know what? I think one. I really need one. Well, so let if me anybody's you, out there, I, know. I, know. I just got it. We just got a new sponsor for the off-road show. I want a bacon sponsor. So and bad. this one was, I can't wait to go check it out. It's called the Wise Ox uh, Deli and Butcher Shop. Oh, and it's up on uh, where the heck did they say it was North Park. There'll be something good there. So I'm definitely going to go up and take a look. So, at that what place. would be an ideal food sponsor for you? Pizza, barbecue. Oh yeah, <laughs> with oh, yeah. a smile on his face. <laughs> you know, you ought to go up to Alpine and talk to Jay at Jay's Barbecue right there. Oh, I love that guy. He's great. Well, yeah, beat you him up for some money or food. Not Wrangler. Maybe that's what we want for dinner. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Wrangler. Wrangler's good. They used to sponsor that's out of Cajon. Yeah, we used to always meet out there. They. They still sponsor. They sponsor somebody at Brona. I've seen their name a few times. Yeah. Food sponsors rock. I'm CJ Marin. He has a sandwich shop. Yeah, I was going to go there. I wrote it down, and I can't find the paperwork. Oh, it's out in Rancho San Diego, and they were supposed to open one in La Mesa, and I just drove by it on Thursday. It does not look like it's opening their second one. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not yet. Not open quite yet. Yeah. So. All right, let's take a quick break. We got onto food real quick, Dave. Didn't you then? I told you I'm hungry. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. You need to check it out. Service, parts, you name it. In fact, they'll work on any car in your driveway. That's right. Pretty cool. You don't have to just go look for a dealer for every car. You can take them all to El Cajon Ford. New and used cars for sale. Uh, They let the Santee lot go, so everything's in one location. Mm -hmm. Right there at 1586 East Main Street in El Cajon. That's El Cajon Ford at ElCajonMotors.com. All right, normally Dirt Dude would call in, but since uh, we gave Dirt, we gave Abron an hour at 1 o'clock with Mark Rose and Nick Novak, we thought we would give a little bit more love to Dave and Angela. Although there is racing next Saturday. Yes, Do you want to make sure that... Are you racing, Dave? Yes. Which One division. division? <laughs> I'll be running my pure stock at Barona. Okay. okay, so pure stocks are running. I saw that they added the Sport Compact. I do have a driver for my Sport Compact. Oh, who? Are you allowed to say? Jim Arbaugh. All right, Jim. Where's Jim? Who's Jim? Why Jim? Jim used to run at Cajon. Yeah. And, uh, yep, I I put him in the car for a few races, and I think we're going to keep him in there for the rest of the season. Oh, that's good. Keep it keep it moving. Keep it running. You know, it it's, you know, give him back. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome. Are you running there, Sunshine? 
Dwarfs are running. Yep. I'm working on the car today. So you're going to have a... <laughs> We're a, trying to get out there. busy weekend. Yeah. We'll see if we can get out there. I'm working well, on it. What's What do you got to do to it? Put her back together. I took her all apart. Oh. You're Checked always, her out. I always, take her apart every race because other people who don't, they just fall apart. That's right. It just happened last weekend. Uh, you, you, you take apart your entire car? Well, I take the whole body off and go over everything. I clean everything because it forces me to look for cracks and bends, possible breaks and leaks. Right. It's kind of genius. So um, it's tedious. It's very tiring. But and it's, it's therapeutic. No, it's tedious. It's very tiring. <laughs> uh, today, I had my entire body in my front yard and a gaggle of, of former students walked by. <laughs> Oh, no kidding. Hi, Miss Sandoval. Hello. What are you doing? I don't even think doing? I brushed my teeth yet. Oh, they know. They know. But, yeah, because there's a get, whole car in the front yard. Did you get them out there cleaning those panels for yeah, you? Yeah. Go to wax on? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I You had. wish you nah, could. Nah, I just, hello, keep going. Because <laughs> I don't think I was lucky I threw a ball cap on. I know my teeth weren't brushed. <laughs> oh, please. They're not going to care. <laughs> um, but, uh, anywho, so we know three of the, I, I say that because I pulled up the calendar, but things changed. Uh, out at Verona, but there'll be good racing. Junior racers will be out there. Second right. spooky series race. Um, spooky series. But I'm afraid to even read this calendar because it changed. Well, just tell a them bit. to go to the website. Well, I don't know if they updated it, but I do know there'll be good racing. Yeah, the weather should yeah. be nice. I think so. I haven't and, looked that far. Ahead. And it starts at six. Yeah, not seven. I'm glad you brought that up. You know that? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. It was moved back to seven, and yeah. then now it's yeah. two, so, yeah, six, which before it was five. So, yeah. Yeah. Six but, o'clock, listeners. Six o'clock. Right. So make sure. But you can get there at three, I think, three or four o'clock. I heard uh, Mark also say that, that if somebody wants to come, it sounds like for the first time to check it out, they'll. They can shadow him? Yes. Would you be open to that? Somebody who's never done anything in racing if they nah, Mark brought he, him up to your He pits. doesn't look like oh. anybody that shares. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Come on over. I thought you might. Would you throw him in your car? Just in the pits. No, but you might hand him a tool, uh, a rag or a tool. Oh, yeah. I'll put him to work. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. I always, I, I size up the people because most people can't fit in my car. But I, I throw the kids in and some of the moms. Yeah. I don't think I would fit in your car. I always try. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it is running a youth seat. Yeah, that's yeah. why most people can't fit. Well, in that's it. why you do it's that. It's nothing against you at all. It's you, a- you just do that so nobody gets in your car. Oh, because you nobody. do not want to move when you hit that wall. Perfect, no, perfect no. example. Yeah, we yeah. Jim hit the wall and my the seat wasn't snug and he's like, I kind of hurt right here. Yeah, and it wasn't even a hard hit. It. But you move around, and you're going to feel it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want to be moving I around. I moved once, uh, learned my rookie year. I had I didn't see there was a fold in my lap belt. And then when I hit the wall, there was no fold anymore. And my, every organ in moved. this trunk area felt, was, like, sore instantly. Well, yeah, because the, the inertia, I mean, yep. come on, you're going 60 to zero. To zero. Yeah, it hurt very and bad. And everything in your body says... Hey, yeah, why yeah. are you stopping? Why, yeah, why? Well, yeah. Like when Dave flipped, you know, he was sore, but not as sore as. How was that flip? Was it in slow motion? Do things slow down for you when you're crashing? Things slow down, and uh, everything gets spooky quiet. It's just like silence. Well, like that's wild. when you. Well, that's when you come off the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, is that what? No, I. I, I yeah, have not got upside down yet. I'm knocking. Uh, wait. 
Talk us through it. What happened? Are you okay talking about it, Angela? Oh yeah. Well, it's it, it is what it is. Yeah, you it, the silent it, part. I guess I'll I tell you what it happens so fast. You know, it's just all of a sudden you just feel yourself and you just go, "Oh, hey, this is going to be a fun ride." Yeah. Uh, or this you, isn't so, going to be good. You just you, let go of the steering wheel. That's what I was going to ask. Did you put let, your okay, hands you up? Did. Yeah, yeah. And good. Just good. let the car go and right where it, where it ends on whatever's left of yeah. the wheels. Yeah, mm-hmm. or wherever it ends up. Wherever it ends up. But yeah, take your hands off the wheel and just. Yeah. Took me two years to figure that out. And, and I'll tell you what, the guy, the fire crew. Oh my gosh. They yeah. are the absolute best. I mean, yeah. they last. The probably last didn't car even come. It probably didn't even come to a stop and they were there. Oh, they were right there at my window. Yeah. And I was all bent out of shape and they're asking me where I'm at and I'm going, uh, <laughs> Philadelphia. Uh, I got to get Angela a new car now. <laughs> I gotta go race That's my tear stock next. Before they even got him out of the car, I got a message from one of the fire crew letting me know that he was fine. Yeah. Oh, and nice. that was the most reassuring thing I have ever. It, ever. it was, yeah, it was. I I was a nervous wreck. I was crying, and well, we had getting long, that text. I knew. I was yeah. Like, okay. Well, we had a long conversation in the, at the one o'clock hour about our 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 fire, the fire crew. crew. They're rad. They're probably they one. In fact, I Mark was saying out of all the tracks that he's been to. And Nick, he's never seen a fire crew as attentive and on the spot as ours. I feel like they have a personal touch, yes. at least for me. I, but I hate seeing them. I mean, I love them, but I don't want to see them. Right. I love them. <laughs> In my but window. You're right. I, I want to see them as we're waving goodbye. Yeah. yeah no, so did great. you do a rollover or did you get all four off the ground? Oh, all four were off the ground. So you were flying a little for a little well, while. I, I guess- yeah, about I think the last one, I went over three the times. The last one? Oh. Yeah, Wait, the he's la- done this twice. Stop it. <laughs> I don't, the, I don't plan on doing it anymore. On it. The last one was in my car, and he barrel rolled three times. So. Oh, well, that could, that gets your attention. It does. Hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, he hopped right out and got in the pier stock to finish this season out in that one right. last season. So, he was fine. Well. He was mad, I don't, but he was fine. I don't know how to say this, you know, but I've been Uh-oh, in here, enough accidents and rollovers and what have you. I've had people that have gotten in accidents and couldn't drive. I mean, they were done. What do they, you mean? Done for good? They don't want to drive anymore. Mm-hmm. Street cars. I go, what? You know, get back up on that horse, buddy. Well, I rolled a '67 Chevy Impala, went turned it upside down, and went straight up in the air like an elevator. And I thought, well, this is kind of interesting because uh, oh. I hit the berm and I had Whoa. my wheel turned in, and I drug it into first gear and stood on it because I was trying to drive my way out of it. And this was on a street. Oh, yeah, drive your way out of it. <laughs> and yeah. literally, it was my thought pattern was, well, this is kind of like riding in an elevator. And all the seat belts uh, were hanging down, and I came down on my roof. Uh, and I got out, and I go, well, I haven't seen the underside of this car before. This is kind of cool, and I'm looking at it at the underside. I, Did you just have a lap belt, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And, 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 but you know what? I just, I've never, ever been afraid of crashing. I, I don't know. And I've been in a crash. There's plenty of them. But it's just, hmm. right? Right. It's well, just, I mean, I've jumped back in, but th- this last one that I took... Uh, over the summer, yeah. Every, I was sore from head to toe, and I had good safety okay, gear on. So, so I thought, what about a streetcar? I can't imagine. Yeah, like but what sore you did. is one thing. Being afraid to get behind the wheel is one thing. I don't think yeah, I can handle. I understand. Yeah, I was rear-ended, and it took me 
I want to say three years to right. be comfortable driving again because right. I was so afraid. And I still have anxiety. We were in La Jolla and there was cars everywhere and right. I got really anxious. And right. I was like, I need out of here. It, it does. It. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? I think it ha- it happens to people yeah. differently, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got out of one race car and climbed into we another have so one, right? so much safety Absolutely. gear. And your only concern was the fact that you're going to have to spend win. money. Oh, yeah. No, you got to spend sure. money on the one oh, you just wrecked. For sure. And, and for that, sure. You know what? That's that, the first thing that crosses my mind. Right. That is the absolute first thing when that crosses your mind. It's like, great. Yeah, this yep. is just much, what I need. Yes. How much money is this going to cost me? Right. That, and I put my thumb out for my mom, like thumb up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm Okay. Well, yeah, you got to do that, especially if you have family yeah. and friends in the in the in the yeah. in the track. Why do you keep showing me that? I have a fan, a listener, sent me an updated Barona. Oh, okay. You want to throw it out there before the end? We see we only have three minutes. I do it the last fifteen. Well, no, we can do Barona segment. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you've got two minutes. Oh, okay, Sorry. or three minutes. I abruptly ended that conversation, yeah, of course. We were, having, <laughs> we were having fun Sorry. getting air just, and rolling. I, it is Verona's segment. A listener sent me an updated okay, one. Rock I it out. Just, just say uh, modifieds. Gates open at three, racing six. Modifieds, pure stock, pony stock, dwarf cars, street stock, mini dwarfs, junior sprints, and sport compact. Why are you looking over my shoulder? Did I miss something? Oh, that sounds about right. And oh, don't okay. forget, I, thought, I thought gates were opening at noon this time. I did. I think uh, I heard is, Mark oh. say they opened at oh. noon. So well, it still needs to be updated. Well, for... Uh, I think that's for racers. Um, yeah. Noon for racers. This is for the general public. This is probably. general public. Yeah. So 3 o'clock. Adults, that's... $20. Kids, 7 to 17 $10. Right. Seniors, military, $10. Family pack, two adult, two kids, 50 bucks. Cheaper than the movies. 50 bucks. And live action. Live action. Yeah. Great time. Hopefully no more rollovers, though. Speaking of live action. It's no, money. <laughs> I guess why I pursued your crash is you said it got quiet, so I was trying to figure well, out why well, you said that. But it only got quiet for a moment. Then it got noisy when you're rolling. Not actually, I, it's it's a trippy feeling. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's just flat out weird. Yeah. yeah. Unless you've done it. It's hard to explain it to anybody. I don't ever do we want to stay rubber side ever. down. Rubber side down, yeah, shiny I side up. I never want to do that. Yeah. I've done everything else. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. You know, after the first time I rolled, I called my dad on the, the way home. <laughs> I go, hey, I did something you never did. Uh, <laughs> he goes, did he know what you were talking about? Nope. He, go, he goes, what's that? And I go, I rolled the race car. And he just started laughing. Oh, a laughing. Okay. He thought it was pretty funny. Hey, I just got a text from my good buddy Dave Arcy. Oh, yeah. The old Cajon Speedway fire crew headed up by Tom Hinkle at Barona is the best. I've never, I have seen, my phone just went blank. What'd you make that do it? Let's see. Yeah. Oh, this is live radio. Live radio. I know. I look at that. It must have been on Facebook. Oh, well. Well, anyway, we agree. He was giving a compliment to them. We love him. Them. Oh, Just absolutely. not in our windows. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have that happen. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Don Kazarian's on the line. The man and, himself. Yeah, and he is going to talk about the status of Paris Auto Speedway right here on Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1178. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Got a little sprung monkey going on over there. This segment is brought to you by 
Paris Auto Speedway. Fast track. Great people. Amazing food and entertainment <laughs> out like you have never and seen. And some good racing. Oh, yeah. They race cars, too. People, they go around food. in circles and everything. But they're having a little issue Boo. with the state of California, I think. So we've got Don Kazarian on the line. He is the promoter, uh, the track guru. What's going on, boss? Not much, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Hey, I got to tell you, man, after you, after you were on last time, I called. I started calling on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday. And the following week, the line was busy and the emails were full. So hopefully you got yeah, good news. Uh, no. I, well, I wish I had great news, but I, I really don't. Oh. Uh, you know, this fight for the long run, uh, I appreciate everybody calling, but we need to keep calling. Yes, and yes. We need, and we, you know, the governor definitely knows about this. Uh, but we do not have the support of our state assemblyman, and we don't have the support of our state senator, and the governor is just going to dig his heels in until one of those guys finally break. So this next week, we're going to be asking everyone to call Senator Richard Ross' office up in Sacramento, uh, Jose Medina, our state assemblyman, local office, and now we're going to throw in our local supervisor, Jeff Hewitt, who is in favor of, of helping us. Okay. And we're going to push these guys, hopefully, to make the governor make a decision and make the right decision. Right. And, folks, if you need the phone number on any of these people, all you have to do is go to parisautospeedway.com, and they'll all be right there. Yes, they're all going to be there. We will be putting up fresh posts. Tomorrow morning, we're actually racing tonight. Uh, oh. This is the last night of Cal Fair. Uh, uh, anybody oh. area, uh, we have a, we have a, a mini night of destruction tonight with three classes. Oh. So we've been a, we've been in action since Thursday night. So I'm a little tired. It's just the fourth uh, hour day. So, uh, uh, but sitting in my office watching the cars roll up uh, entering the track right now going into the pits wow see now with that much action going on at that track you would think sacramento would see major value in what you and your group do i agree because it's young and old yes it's young and old and they would just say you know what maybe we need to rethink this think how about just think well uh, that's the problem um you know in the Early 2000s, we, we had a battle with our local county assessor over possessor interest tax, and uh, we ultimately won that one. It took about three years. But we did an economic impact uh, report, and way back then, this speedway contributed about $20 million a year to the region. Gosh. And, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's frustrating that the state, who is our landlord, by the way? Mm. Who this racetrack has paid millions of dollars to in rental payments over the last 27 years? Isn't stepping up to help us. So for folks maybe that just tuned in and are not aware of your battle, kind of give us a rundown as to what you're facing. I'll give you a real quick cliff notes. Since 2013, uh, State Department of uh, Water Resources has had a project on the drawing board and they're finishing the final phase 
The final phase is called the Emergency Release Facility. It's a two-and-a-half-mile-long project that parallels Ramon Expressway. It's going to close our Gate A entrance, which goes into the racetrack itself, into the pits. Uh, they're putting in a detour uh, intersection where Lake Paris Drive and Ramona Expressway is because they need to build bridges there. And they're uh, building bridges at the next road, major north-south thoroughfare, uh, which is uh, Evans Road. And the project originally is supposed to take three years to complete. Now they're saying eight to nine years. Uh, and as of right now, they're still saying they're starting this next January. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's what they're saying publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know the clock is ticking. Uh, we need the entire racing community, not only locally, uh, but across the state and the U.S., to get behind this and, and help us out. Um, um, you know, we have a little a little news on the legal side. I, I really can't get into it right now. Sure. But we have some good news on that side. Um, and uh, uh, But we just got to keep pressing to right. get Sacramento to so, so what would you like to see? What would you like to see them do as far as what they're trying to do, which you're not agreeable to? What is it that you would be accept, acceptable to? Now, what, according to state and federal law, when a, when a public project impacts a private business, it's called impairment damages. You've got to come up with a set of assumptions of what what everybody thinks potentially can happen as far as the impacts to the business, whether you're down X number percentage, you know, over three years, five years, nine years, we don't even know the timetable because the timetable is unknown at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do calculation, um, you know, and you bring it back to the net present value. It's, it's, you know, it's complicated, but it's done all the time in this, in this you know, in mm-hmm. these types of cases. This is technically an inverse condemnation case. Mm. And uh, uh, we went through a haphazard uh, two-week appraisal time back in 2001, it was. Um, The uh, DWR hired an appraiser, gave her two weeks over the Christmas holidays to do appraisals on five businesses. (laughs) Well, our lawyers say that, that normally takes about five to six months. Um, we all of us hired our own experts. I hired a gentleman out of Indianapolis that all he does is work with uh, racetracks across the country. We came up with what we thought was going to be our impairment damages. Um, DWR promised us they'd have us an offer by January 15th. Uh, January came and went, and we didn't get an offer until the middle of May. Mm. And it was a take-it-or-leave-it offer. There was no discussions. There was no meeting. It was an email offer basically saying take it or leave it. And it equaled to about 8% of what our expert thought we were doing. Now, legally, they were supposed to have this all done by 2016. Now we're sitting at 2022. They have dug their heels in. Wow. Uh, They left us no choice than to sue them, mm-hmm. you know, which, we, which we've done. And now we're basically almost on our two-year mark with the lawsuit. And uh, uh, it, it's 
putting a huge strain on on you know the the three companies that are involved. You know, I'm sitting here right now trying to draft my schedule for next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, yeah. I, you know, yeah. you know, this is the same thing I went through last year, and that's why my schedule didn't come out till mid December. Right. Right. Last year, starting in January of, of this year. So you know, it, it, there, it is. You know, they're not a very well organized State Department, which is no. not normal. Which is normal. You know. Uh, but uh, to this day, you know, they, they still haven't, I haven't talked to anybody directly, you know, from DWR regarding this issue, which is, which is crazy. I, it's a state agency. We're on state land. The landlords are state. Uh, we have supported the state here for 27 years. Right. And, you know, they're just, you know, they're literally just trying to push us out. Well, they hope you quit. Mm-hmm. That's the whole deal. That's no. why they drag their feet. That's yep. why they, yep. they act stupid. That's why, yep. you know, they're not listening to you. They just figure you're going to get mad and just throw up your hands and say, I'm done. The only problem is, you know, this is the racing community. This is not a mom and pop sandwich shop. This is a group of people that are probably way more passionate about what they do than the state is. Correct. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, and, and we've got to draw on that passion yes. to have these all, everybody continue to call, flood their phone calls, phone lines, and uh, you know because uh, the word the word we got back was yes the governor did make a phone call to our local assemblyman and he told the governor don't worry about it I got this. Oh, well, that that's unacceptable. No, that's totally that's unacceptable. unacceptable. Now, just for clarification. They're not trying to close the track, right? No. They're just no. making We're it difficult to... for you to do what you do. We want to coexist with the construction project. Right. It would be really nice to have a meeting and talk to them and look at how they're phasing the project. How do we how do we reroute traffic? You know, right. everything has to do with press and egress. So I can come up with a plan. We can communicate it to our to our fans and our race teams. And, you know, we have a smooth transition. And, you know, uh, but for some damn reason, you know, they just they don't want to talk. Yeah, they want to make it as difficult as possible, which is super, super, uh, you know. Ugh. So anyway, folks, it's ParisAutoSpeedway.com. Go to the website Monday or go to it right now. Write all the phone numbers down. Put them in your phone for speed dial. And just keep hitting buttons. Keep hitting buttons. Most likely, you won't get a human being, but you'll get an answering machine. And at least you can leave a message. Be precise. Be be polite. But just continue to do it. You don't want to be a butthead. You don't want to start calling them names because they already know their names. You don't need to call them that again. (laughs) Just be polite. Be professional. But keep calling and get as many of your friends and family members to do the same. And I found all that information on Facebook for me at Paris Auto Speedway. Yeah. It's nice and organized, yeah. name, number. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, everybody call this week. Uh, yes. Know, we, we, need, we need to get these guys to do the right thing. Yeah, just just start, start talking to people. Let's do this as a unit, not adversary. Man, have a good time tonight. Just get wrapped up in the racing. Yeah. 
and uh, good luck on Monday. And anytime, anytime you want to call, all you have to do is let us know. Sounds good, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. And if it gets closer and it really needs, I'm more than happy to do TV as well. I can provide a couple race cars at this at the station. All you need to do is bring your lovely wife to San Diego, spend the night mm-hmm. at a hotel, make it a staycation, come on in, pitch your uh, your story, and we'll get you covered that way too. Sounds great. I will definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, and but but do that when you feel the need to really get it out there and all you have to do is just tell me when and uh will any friday saturday or sunday and i'll make it happen okay i will contact you all right buddy take care and have a good uh, race tonight thank you all right we're gonna take a quick break and we come back god angela wants to talk some more right here on racer radio fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Well, well, well. That was uh, so, folks. Help, help. Paris Auto Speedway out every way you can. All right, we got David and Angela in the house. Yes. Where would you like to go with this? You segment? know, thank you for asking. Sometimes I do take the reins. Yes, you do. <laughs> on occasion, uh, I wanted to expand on a, a very brief conversation we started a couple days back um, about somebody you brought up earlier, and I thought you might want to expand a big influence on your racing. Uh, my father. Your father. Yes. yes. He just passed away, oh, about a month and a half ago. Ooh. Yeah. Um, How old was he? 78. Wow. He, uh, he's the one that got my passion for racing going. Yeah. He uh, raced four seasons at Cajon. I mean, he had a real short career. Mm-hmm. But the friendships he made lasted forever very long time yeah and that's what we talked about because may i repeat what you text me about sunday you may indeed so you said that was the first like this is the first time i can't call my dad about a race and then i responded with well at least we got the dirt track family yeah and just the camaraderie is just amazing which is part of why paris should stay open yeah well Um, it's gonna stay open it's just that they're not being polite you know, as far as this modification. Right. Of, I'm sorry. Thank you for yeah. correcting me on that. Yeah. But it's good that you realize the camaraderie, the family. I know it's not the same. Well, it's funny you should even say that. Funny. Because when Mark Rose was in at 1 o'clock, come to find out that when uh, Highway 117, you know, South Bay uh, racetrack was alive and well, his dad was a tech guy. He was a head of tech. And when Mark said he did the first job as in charge of tech at Barona, he was sitting on the K-rail, and he would swear that his dad was sitting right next oh to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said it was the eeriest feeling, but he said it was just like his dad was sitting there watching him do the job that he used to do. So, yeah, it's a funny thing how those those types of deals come together. Yeah. I You know, I would call my dad after the races and – you know, give him his debriefing, tell him how yeah. things went. And uh, and he'd tell you what you did wrong and what you should have done. And <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and so I've taken it to his Facebook now. I go, I go there after the races, and I kind of debrief him there. Okay. Just, you know, it helps me, you know. 
Oh, yeah. No, no. What was your dad's first name? Eldon. Okay. What division did he run? He ran a super stock. Yeah, I remember Eldon Hunt. You know, you know, the, he made so many friends. I mean, he ran uh, wiring from the press box to uh, <laughs> to the pit tower. Oh, that's yeah. a good way to make friends. Oh, the, have a skill, kidding? have hey, a skill like that. Steve, Steve loved people who would do that. Yeah, we yeah. got to hang out with Fred Perry on a Sunday. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Fred, yeah, he was a great guy. He was amazing. Yeah, there's some there's some good old guys and girls out of Cajon Speedway. Ed Hale, nobody had a line at Cajon Speedway like Ed Hale. And the ones that tried to drive Ed Hale's line couldn't. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. But oh, yeah. That guy was unbelievable. And when he talked about build a motor, you couldn't get a better uh, engine builder than Ed Hale. Pretty good. And he was pretty mellow about it. You know, he didn't make a big deal out of it. You know, it's like, eh, he just put a head on, throw some throw some valves in it, a couple pistons. It'll be good. <laughs> yep. He, th- he put stuff together and Amazing. Went, out, went out and won lots of main events with him. Yeah. In fact, Paul Dyke, I think, bought bought his, one of his Pintos, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he used to run it, not on asphalt. I think he was running on dirt. Yeah. So, uh, so this season's over. Well, Verona has two races, but Coco Paul's kind of just restarting. Just starting. So for How'd you do trophy wi- or championship wise? I, you know what? Uh, technically, I finished second in the state of California and second at Verona for hobby stock points. Why do we, you have to use the word technically? We really <laughs> didn't run that many races. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there's there wasn't very many. Not hobby for hobby stocks, stock, no. right? Not for yeah. hobby stocks yeah. in Verona. Is the only track in California that runs IMCA hobby stocks at this point. Mm. I'd really love to see them expand, and I'm really hoping Barona keeps the hobby stocks next season. You want them up at Paris, too, didn't you say? Oh, I'd love to have them at Paris. <laughs> well, what's the difference between an IMC hobby stock and your hobby stock? Mine's an IMCA hobby stock. Oh, but they're just not running IMCA hobby stock. No other track runs them except for Barona for the state of California. Gotcha. So Paris needs to do it, and... I'd, or Barona needs Coca-Pa. to not do it. What are you saying, Mister Hunt? Keep them. No, I'd love to have Barona run them because okay. I, you know, I've got a lot of money in this. Oh, car. they're All the right. only ones okay. that don't run them. They're, Barona's the only one that does. And run he must them. have an IMCA hobby stock. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So keep running them. I want more people to run them. I got it. Yeah, I'm hoping that. How many car count? What kind of a car count have you got? Um, any, well, on a normal night, there was only four cars, which yeah. is tough. It was the first year that Barona brought in the IMCA. IMCA hobby stocks. So I know there's cars being built. So hopefully we're on the schedule next season and we can build that class. And well, why don't we do a, a – I'm never going to make any money. Why don't we do a, a Sunday 1 to 2 strictly on IMCA hobby Educate stocks. Educate people on how to turn it into an and IMCA. And then I'll give you the show – and then you can send that show to track promoters, builders, and just... It's not a bad idea, David. Just keep sending that, that show out to people. Put it on a thumb drive or put it on a, a CD. And wherever you're out and about, <laughs> just start... Don't start with me. <laughs> well, it's not a you're DVD. So you're cute. It's not a DVD. It's a CD. Anyway... And start passing it out and get some excitement, get some people going on it. Because the only reason you're, they're not everywhere else is car count. 
That's yeah. the big problem. Now, yeah. what's the bonus to being an IMCA? Yeah, is it is it less expensive? It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Racing? Yeah. I just said less. I didn't say. Yeah, what is the benefit, though? Yeah, Why? what's the benefit of, of, a, of, a, of a driver driving an IM, IMCA hobby stock? You versus- can go to any track that runs an IMCA hobby stock and be legal. You can go back Midwest. Okay. And you can run. You so know, is it big back east? So you can travel. Midwest? You can travel. Huge. You can travel with it. Okay, I gotcha. With, yeah. you know, the other divisions, you know, you go to another track, they might not let you run because yeah. you have the wrong carburetor. And if you go to an IMCA track, your car's illegal. Sure, sure, sure. I get you. So if somebody was saying, hey, I'm going to get into racing and I want to go cross country, I don't know what division to get into, this would be a perfect one to get into. It'd be a great What's division. the next closest? So you can start bringing them from the east this way. What's the next closest um, where do track they run? that you can run it? Pocopaw. Oh, okay. okay. So if they come east of Paw, then convince them to come a little bit further to Barona. I, yeah, Bring those I'd, numbers. Up. I would love to get some of the the guys down there. Great group of guys. Well, if love they start up here. if they start throwing dash for cash and start making it financially, you know, doable, because that's what brings people from the Midwest. Like if you had a, a an IMCA hobby stock race at barana and it paid ten thousand dollars yeah you don't think the pits would be full they would be full they would be full and i hate to say money is it but guess what money is it and you got and so you gotta you've got to almost do like what mark and nick are doing i mean they're doing this the spooky series three races and they already got five grand on the table yeah they if put a not lot more. into it yeah so it well, it, they haven't put that much work into it so I'm just saying, once the word gets out, once a racer finds out, like if you found out there was a race in Nevada that paid X amount of dollars and you caught wind of it, if you had the opportunity, you'd go. I would go. See, and there's a lot of guys like you and a lot of girls like her that would pack up and let's take the trip. We would. So We did that last year with the Sport Compact. I mean, we ran Ventura, Cocopaw. Anywhere else where we could go, run. where you we could did. go, ran you ran. Yeah, I like that he did the smallest to the biggest. <laughs> Ventura, Coco Pa, <laughs> A to Yang, Z, Yang. Yeah. I wonder so, why Paris doesn't do it. Paris has sport compacts this year. You were thinking IMCA, but not IMCA. Hobby. IMCA, oh, yes. Hobby. Sport You're compacts. thinking hobby. Hobby stocks. Oh, hobby stocks. <laughs> Probably car count. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Car count doesn't mean a lot. Oh, well, it does. I mean, yep. for the fans. And for the promoter. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, no offense, the fans don't want to see four cars race against each other. Correct. They really yeah, don't. It's a lot more fun for the drivers <laughs> with more cars out there, Well, too. sure. Yeah, and it's more. It's a win-win with all the – if you can get 20 cars, you know, out there at the time, man, that's that's where the action is. Oh, that's, that's well, a lot of action. Yeah, probably more than you need. <laughs> huh? And we don't need him on – we don't need him upside down. No, again. no, no. no. Are we done with down. upside down? Oh, yeah. You're, you're all she's had enough of that, that. Okay. yeah so you write next that down she's oh. done with upside down i got it all right well hey yeah. dave angela thank you very much for coming in thank, thank you. you for having him in yes so we don't know when i won't see you november oh i can live till then all <laughs> right we're gonna take a quick break gun owners radio right around the corner fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer this program is sponsored by dave stall 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.